Good evening, Governor. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages. Thank you for coming in. You have reached the First Amendment Talk Show. Brought to you by the people for the people because your mind matters. It matters more than you may ever than you may even think it matters. You matter. Your voice matters. This world would wouldn't, wouldn't be the same without you. So thank you for coming in. Thank you for chatting with us. This uh, show is created for the individual. Whether you're a human or an extraterrestrial, it does not matter. Thank you for coming in. Today, I'm going to talk about movies, movies that move us. Lately, I've been watching a few movies, and I've been talking to a few individuals that asked me my opinion about movies, and it's been quite a few. So I wanted to share my opinion, and I wanted to share a little bit of a background of some of the movies that have been out in the uh, in the movie theaters, and uh, I guess you can say in the box office. I don't know if that makes sense, but movies that have been out recently in the movie theaters... Um, as far as Minions Rise of Gru up to today. Now, I'm not going to list every single movie and talk about every single movie because, you know, you guys know that I like keeping it short and sweet. So I want to talk about a few of the movies, uh, specifically the ones that I've watched and the ones that uh, most people have asked me about and want to know my opinion about. I've been getting a lot of messages, a lot of feedback, a lot of questions, answers, um, a lot of... um, people's opinions on these movies so I want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart I really do appreciate um, you all this show was created so we can chat so uh, you can spread your knowledge and I can also spread my own because we all know that knowledge is power now what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about a few movies um, and I'm going to tell you which ones off the bat so this way if you want to fast forward a certain movie you could we're going to talk about barbarian we're going to talk about elvis we're going to talk about minions the rise of Gru. we're going to talk about jurassic world we're going to talk about um which is jurassic world dominion uh we're going to talk about bullet train and we are also going to talk about don't worry darling we're going to talk about medieval jeepers creepers and orphan first kill first and foremost let's talk about barbarian Now, this movie, I wanted to talk about it first because it's been called the scariest movie of 2022. Now, I'm going to try to be as nice as I can, but if that's the scariest movie in 2022, we are in trouble, ladies and gentlemen, because it does have a few jump scares. But let me tell you a little bit about the movie itself. It is a movie about a young woman who discovers who discovers that the rental home that she's booked is already occupied by a stranger. Against her own better judgment, she decides to spend the night, but soon discovers there's a lot more to fear than just an unexpected house guest. This young lady is played by Georgina Campbell, and the unexpected house guest, of course, is Mr. Bill uh, Skazgard. I think he's the one that played it but i'm not too sure i have to document that um it is directed by mr zach Krager, and uh, it has a pretty good cast of actors it has uh justin long which you know we most of us know who that guy is he's he's one of the party animals the originals right so um it it was distributed by 20th century studios and it was released in september 9th of 2022 now 
with that being said, I'm not going to give you any spoilers, so don't worry. You guys, If you guys still want to go watch it, go ahead, be my guest. Like I said, it was not, in my opinion, one of the scariest movies, movies of all time. Uh, 2022, maybe, but like I said, if it is, we are in deep, ladies and gents. So, as far as the beginning of the movie, it is awesome. Let me tell you, this movie began in a very awesome way. Um, the ending, I'm not going to spoil the ending... But in my honest opinion, the ending was probably one of the most horrible endings I've ever seen. Now, with with that being said, it is a very, it is not, it is a scary movie in a way where uh, if you put yourself in that situation, that a um, a young Tess, which is the young lady played by Georgina Campbell, uh, and the character of Justin Long, I believe his name is AJ, and Bill, which... Uh, his name's Keith, but with him, it's not so much as scary as the other two because you'll see why if you watch the movie. Um, it does not have any real twists, to be honest with you. The story behind it was 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 a well-thought-out story, but it was not a very well-written story because you have a lot of questions. And when I say a lot of questions, I mean your head starts spinning when you start thinking about what was this movie really about you know so the movie itself did not have much of uh much essence um it was just a bunch of jump scares and maybe like an adult version of five nights at freddy's i mean that's the best way i can describe it um and it had a gore it really did it had a lot of questions that were never answered um it started a sequence of uh of scenes and it just kind of stopped there and it made you wonder um so this movie because of the actors the actors were pretty good i would give it a six out of ten however because of the ending and because of where the story went with everything it's kind of like you know you have a you're in a mansion and every door you open um leads to another door and to another door and to another door until you lead into until it leads you into a brick wall that's probably the best metaphor, the best mental um, explanation I can give when it comes to this movie. There's really no answers to anything. Uh, the actors were awesome. I give it a six, but because of the, the the story and the way the movie was written, I give it a four. So overall, it gets about a five. The jump scares were all pretty awesome. And just thinking of being in that home, um, it kind of creeps you out. So I give it about an average rating, 5 out of 10, which is fair because, like I said, it was one of the worst endings I have ever seen. And this is in my whole, I don't even know how old I am anymore, 200 years that I've been here on planet Earth or, you know, give or take a few hundred. But um, it was, you know, one of the best and one of the worst endings I've ever seen. Barbarian gets a 5 out of 10, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're going to talk about Elvis. This movie is a very interesting one because I love documentaries. I'm, I am I am the doctor of docs. I'm the doc of docs, okay? So this movie right here, I love it because uh, Austin Butler, which is the main character, um, did an awesome job. Now we'll talk to you about, you know, you obviously I don't need to talk, to talk about the movie because you know it's about Elvis. So it's the story of Elvis, uh, young Elvis, when he, uh, as he started um, singing and kind of sort of impressing the whole world with his leg shaking 
Uh, we'll leave it at that. If you if you watch the movie, you'll know why I'm going to leave it at that. But he did a lot of leg shaking, and he by the end of the night after his concerts, he'd have you know women's garments and um, underwear on his face, and it was because of the leg shaking. Now, the the it was it was directed by by Baz uh, Lerman, I believe that's his last name. I could be wrong, but it it is Baz Lerman. Release date was June 24, 2022, and it was distributed by by Warner Brothers Pictures. Now, I love Warner Brothers, whether it's video games, whether it's movies, whether it's um, um, anything. I love Warner Brothers. The Animaniacs, I believe, were Warner Brothers, and a lot of these awesome cartoons were. So I do love the movie as as a movie. Um, the the movie it has a lot of great a lot of great actors. It has Tom Hanks which uh, he plays the agent of Austin Butler, Elvis, uh, young Elvis Presley. And Olivia DeJong, I believe that's her name, is the young lady that marries um, Elvis Presley. And around, I want to say about 75% into the movie, she marries Elvis Presley. Now, here's the thing with this movie, ladies and gents. Um, It is a very good movie. The thing that kind of threw me off was a soundtrack because one thing that I really don't like, you may like it, so you know we're, we are a little bit different, but the thing I didn't like is the soundtrack that has a lot of new stuff and um, I don't like mixing new stuff with old stuff because it kind of takes away from, you know, the, uh, the, the, the 50s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, whatever the case may be that we're talking about. Um, it takes away from that. So when you put a bunch of like Nicki Minaj or Drake or, you know, whoever the, the rappers were in those soundtracks, it took away from the essence of the movie being an old movie. That's just me, though. A lot of individuals like that about the movie because it was, you know, new school mixed with old school and it's just a mix. Right. So, you know, to each their own, if you do like that, that's totally fine. If you don't, then you're probably not going to like the soundtrack and a lot of the music in the movie. Um. I will be honest with you, the movie was great. However, besides the soundtrack, um, I fell asleep a couple times. I was hoping, and this I know this may sound a little bit mean, but Elvis Presley actually died a couple times in the movie, and I was hoping that that was it. Um, and it wasn't, and it kept on going and going and going, and it was, I believe, I want to say it was about one hour longer than I expected it to be. It's not as long. It's about two hours and 39 minutes, but because it was almost like, a, like, kind of like a, like a, like a repetitive thing that they were doing, like, you know, he was going back and forth. It was a good story, but I don't think, um, you know, a lot of people have the energy to sit there and not get cramps watching Elvis die and come back to life and, you know, this and that. The movie was a masterpiece, but it was a bit boring. I'm not going to lie. If you guys like, you know, Lifetime movies, which I'm pretty sure it's going to end up in in the Lifetime channel in a few years, then, you know, go check it out. If you don't like Lifetime movies, it's not a movie for you. Because of the actors, because of the masterpiece that it is, I give it a 7. But because of the soundtrack and because of how repetitive and boring it was to me, especially... Um, I give it a four. Um, so 
you know, I want to give it a 5.5, 5.5 or 6 at the most um, as my rating. The next movie that we're going to talk about is Minions Rise of Gru. This movie was awesome all around. Um, this movie had awesome characters. The The cast was uh, Steve Carell, of course. You know, he's a uh, young Gru. There's also Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, he played Jean Claude, which I believe was a villain. Russell Brandt played Dr. Nefario. And uh, Taraji P. Henson played Belle, which I believe she is the main. She was the main uh, villain. And um, it was a pretty good movie. It was directed by Kyle Balda. It was released July 1st, 2022. And it was uh, the production company was Illumination. It was produced by Universal Pictures distributed by universal pictures i'm sorry um it was a great movie it was it was a movie for for the whole family it had a few it had a few cheeky scenes for adults um but it wasn't noticeable enough to where you had to cover your your kids eyes it was an awesome movie all around it didn't have a lot of woke stuff in it and i have no political stuff in it whatsoever and that's what i look for in every single movie that i watch today now, the beginning was is always awesome. We all know that. For those of you who are fans of the Minions, we all know that the Minions always have a very unique and awesome and, and crazy funny um, beginning, right? And the end, it, it couldn't be any more perfect because the end brings people together. And even though it, it's crazy because even though the Minions is about a villain, you know, that villain has a soft spot. And I believe that we all have that soft spot, even if we do bad things. We're, we're all in two worlds, you know. Sometimes we do bad things, even though we don't want to admit it. And sometimes we do good things. And I think this movie is the perfect example of, of how we really are inside. Um, I know we all have these maniacal, right, sometimes... Uh, feelings especially when we're going down a freeway and somebody cuts us off we want to choke somebody but in reality what we do is who we are and i think um the minions the rise of grew because of the actors it gets um i usually don't give perfect perfect uh scores unless the the movie was just you know everyone in the theater just stood up and clapped including myself um in this case it was a great movie but it wasn't a masterpiece like other movies that i've seen so for the actors, I will give it a nine um, because of the actors, because of the act overall acting. I do realize that it is an animation, so I will lower it to an eight because it's a lot easier to do animations and, you know, try in front of public and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm not an actor, but I'm guessing. So the minions do get an eight. Um, they don't get an eight overall, but they do get an, the, the movie does get an eight because of the actors. The movie itself, I believe, also gets an 8 because, like I said, the beginning was awesome, the end was awesome, and it just got you. It had me laughing. You know, it, it had people off their, their seats just cracking up and, and, and smiles at the very least, but a lot of people were laughing, including myself. This movie does get an 8. It is an awesome movie. I do recommend it. Unlike the, uh, the last two that I didn't highly recommend, this one I do recommend, Minions, The Rise of Gru. It's probably out on Netflix or on YouTube or maybe out on, you know, the Microsoft Store, whatever the case may be. But if you do come across it, even if it's not on sale, I do recommend buying it because it is a great movie for the whole family. So 
that movie is actually um, one of my favorites that I've seen so far. So it gets a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Minions, Rise of Drew gets a round of applause. Next movie is Jurassic World Dominion. So I have mixed emotions about this one because I've uh, been a huge dinosaur fan. I was the kid that, you know, took his dinosaurs to class. I love, you know, the whole lore, I guess you can say, of what dinosaurs dinosaurs were. Even though the Velociraptor, we found out, was a chicken, I still see it as a giant lizard. So I, I have mixed emotions about this one. Um, of course, I don't have to really explain this one because it is like the other Jurassic Worlds. Um, in this one, however, the dinosaurs are living amongst people. So it's a little interesting. Uh, the dinosaurs are living around people just like like cats and dogs and maybe cows and other creatures in other countries just like that. So I want to say that this is the last installment of Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. It was directed by Colin Trevorrow, I believe his last name is. Could be wrong. Release date was June 10, 2022. Um, the casting director was Nina Gold. I do have to put that out there because the cast was awesome. It was incredible. And it was distributed distributed by Universal Pictures. Now, I'm not going to name all the actors because I'm going to take a long time. Bryce Dallas Howard was, of course, the main pro- protagonist alongside Chris Pratt, which now they're married and they have a child. Uh, we now see... we. The, 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 the return of Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, and Laura Dern as uh, Ian, Ellie, and Alan is probably one of the most awesome things um, in this movie. The daughter's name of the two individuals that I named in the beginning um, is Isabella Sermon. She is also a very awesome actress. The acting in this movie was spot on. Of course, we all know how these individuals have, have been in prior movies, so... For the acting, I do give it an 8. Um, the acting was awesome. The dinosaurs were awesome. Um, <clears throat> now, this is where it takes a, a, a bit of a, a bit of a, a vertical drop. Because the beginning, the beginning was a bit boring. Um, the end was also so unrealistic and so cliche. Very unrealistic story. Um not realistic at all to be honest with you so you know uh, overall i want to give it about a five maybe 5.5 um because i do love the actors and i love jurassic world um and jurassic park so i want to give it about a five 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 or 5.5 um no more than 5.5 because the movie i'm not gonna lie compared to the other ones it kind of sucked um on a good day, maybe I'll give it a six, but that's only if I'm like high off something, right? Which I'm usually not. So this movie, uh, Jurassic World Dominion, I would recommend it if it was on sale. But to pay, you know, movie prices or, or box office prices, I would not recommend it at all. Um, just because it wasn't a good, you know, Jurassic World movie. And if this is the end of Jurassic World, may Jurassic World rest in peace. And I am very sorry to hear that but um you know go check it out if you want and then let me know if uh you liked it if you agree with me or disagree with me it does get a 5.5 next movie ladies and gentlemen bullet train bullet train is is one of the older movies on my list um i believe it was right after we i watched it right after the minions 
And this movie has so many good actors. I mean, you have Brad Pitt, you have Joey King, you have Aaron Taylor, Bad Bunny, David uh, David Leitch, Sandra Bullock. I think um, what's his name? Uh, Karen Karen Karen. Uh, I believe her name is Fuku Fukuara. She was there as well. Um, a lot of you may not know her, but she's pretty. She's she's a very good actress. Um, of course, Lemon and. Uh, I forgot Tangerine they were there Brian Tyree Henry I believe he was Lemon and one of my all-time favorite actors I can never spell out his name or pronounce the name correctly but his name is Hiro Hiroyuki Sanada he was in the Mortal Kombat movie in the in the first scene the elder and um, Michael Shannon was there so you have a lot of really good, um, really good actors. There, brief, very briefly, Ryan Reynolds was there very briefly. So I'm guessing they're going to make a number two. Um, it was directed by David Lake or Lake, and uh, it was released August 5th, 2022. It was um, distributed by Sony Pictures, and it was a very good movie. Now, it was action packed. But I believe that the best thing about the movie were the actual actors. The actors, you know, they were awesome. Just like the Jurassic World actors, they were awesome. Um, and the, the Minion actors, they were just as awesome. So Bullet Train does get, uh, for this one, I want to say, I want to say nine, but I'll give it an eight just to be fair to the other, the other two, because all these actors in these movies were awesome. So I want to give it an eight. The action was also pretty good. Um, the fact that the the whole idea of of the bullet train, um, just to make it short and sweet, it's actually a train full of assassins that are chasing a package, um, more or less specifically a briefcase, and um, they're pretty much killing each other. Some of them go way back, and um, they have they have hits on some hitmen have hits on other hitmen that are in this train so it's kind of crazy it's kind of a, a roller coaster of you know hitman beating up other hit another hitman or other hitmen um it kind of reminds me if any of you out there have seen smoke and aces a pretty old movie it kind of reminds me of that movie if you like smoke and aces you'll probably like this one it has a little bit more comedy this one does um but it's very very similar as a matter of fact you know when it ended i was like this is like the the modern smoking aces the first one the second one sucked but the first one was great so it's kind of like smoking aces if you like uh if you want to watch a modern smoking aces watch bullet train i do recommend it highly recommend it the beginning was very funny um the ending was awesome i mean i i wouldn't i wouldn't have had it any other way the ending was great um the cast uh like i said get an eight the story does get about I want to say a six and overall I give it a seven um seven is pretty high for this movie I wouldn't give it any higher than seven the story was a little wacky but at the end of the day when you sit there and watch these actors you know try to kill each other for two hours and six minutes um your money is 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 well worth uh and your time was well worth the movie so I would recommend it this movie gets uh seven um and i would recommend it highly recommend it great actors great movie um great ending and a very funny beginning it does get a seven out of ten only because it was a little wacky and there was a lot of potential a lot more that they 
maybe could have done with these actors but uh, i guess they had their own their own ideas when it came to the bullet train and it was good enough the next uh the next movie that we're going to talk about ladies and gents it is um it is the orphan so the orphan the orphan the first kill it is a it is a very it is a very good movie you know i want to say it's it's a very good movie as a whole because it um it basically follows the 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 first the first um the first orphan the actress if any of you have seen that movie um the actress in that movie is awesome so this this takes place in russia right and she is in a in a in a crazy in an asylum in a crazy people place and she is just the modern chucky of of killers you know she's not a doll but she just looks so cute and so innocent and when she you turn around um when the characters turn around they just end up dead uh very smart killer as well um a little bit about the movie uh after escaping from a uh, psychiatrist psychiatric facility in Estonia Esther travels to America um, by impersonating the missing daughter of a wealthy family now when when she arrives with that wealthy family there is a twist that will blow your mind and it is crazy at first I was like I hate this movie this girl just keeps getting caught you know she's messing up and then when you realize that all this happens for a reason um and you realize that the twist was uh why why she was getting caught you know caught slipping i guess you can say um it it, it blew my mind isabella Furman is esther the uh the uh, the esther that actually plays esther however kennedy irwin is the child because they they did have to they had to have a double for esther because isabella Furman obviously is a grown woman and Kennedy Kennedy Irwin uh I'm sorry is Isabella Furman I don't know if I said Irwin I do apologize Isabella Furman is the S the original Esther but she is a full grown woman but in the movie they need a child a person that has uh, dwarfism and Kennedy Irwin plays a part when they 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 don't focus on Isabella but rather a child version or a shorter version of Esther Julia Stiles is also in the movie. I believe she was in Step It Up and a few other movies. Um and she plays the mother of um of Esther. And um the movie, the movie like I said it was pretty cool. It was distributed by uh, Paramount uh Players. Paramount Players and it was directed by William William Brent Bell. Now William did do a very good job in this movie because it was very well it was very well put together. Um this movie as far as actors they did a hell of a job. They did such a great job that I um it blew me away, you know, how every single person every single actor and every single character in this movie um played spot on you know their 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 roles they played their roles spot on and because of that i want to give the actors as far as the actors i want to give them a an 
just like the other actors. They weren't as good as the other actors, but they were they weren't as well known as the other actors, but they're still very, very good. You know, they were very good. I want to give it about an eight um, for the acting. It was awesome. The story was also very awesome. The story, I don't think it was as good as the original, but the twist kind of gave it that that feel. So for the story, I do want to give it an, uh, uh, a seven. A seven because I have seen better stories, but this was way above average. So it does get a seven. For the beginning, it was awesome. It gets an eight. The beginning gets an eight. Um, again, the twist and everything, it gets about an eight. The ending does get an eight. Overall, I want to give this movie um, an eight because it was an awesome movie. You know, that's that's an understatement. Uh, so if any of you out there um, are ch- want to check out The Orphan, I would highly recommend it. It gets an eight out of ten. It was a very good movie. I love the movie, love the twist, uh, love the actors and actresses. 8 out of 10, ladies and gentlemen. Next up is Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Um, Jeepers Creepers has been uh, a weird sequence uh, of movies. Uh, they're a weird bunch. Um, I never really gave any of them. I think Justin Long wasn't one of them. But even with the one that he was in, it got maybe a 6 if if that they were pretty cool movies um this movie was directed by timo uh i may have messed up his name i do apologize if i did but timo did direct the um this new and last jeepers creepers movie which is jeepers creepers i believe it's called reborn and as you know, Jeepers Creepers, the scary go, the scary scarecrow that comes, um, I believe it's every 25 years, uh, he comes back. And as he eats people, he pretty much reincarnates into this monster thing with the people's um, limbs and pieces of body that he ate. Kind of weird, but uh, September 1922 was the release date. Again, the, the director was Timo. The producers were Michael um, Ohoven and Jake Seal. It was distribu- distributed by Screen Media United Artists. The actors, in my opinion, the actors were pretty horrible. I'm not going to lie. Now, I give them credit for trying. But as far as a movie that made it to the theater, they were not good enough for movies that made it to the theater. The acting was just so so cringy you know and um (laughs) the story behind it was horrible the beginning was probably my favorite part but it wasn't even as good now if for you jeepers creepers fans um i don't know if you guys and gals remember but this guy flies right um for some weird reason he's driving a truck in this movie and i have no clue why he doesn't fly anymore um, but he's not even a, a creeper anymore. He's more of a um, a super strong creature that goes through doors and you know has uh, pin, he, he has perfect accuracy and he throws axes and all kinds of stuff at women that fall back uh, fall back um, because of nothingness, because of air. And it's one of those movies. Yeah, it's one of those movies where the actors were bad. The story was horrible. The ending was 
I don't want to be mean, but let's say it was bad. The beginning was my favorite part, but it was also very bad. This movie gets a 3 out of 10 overall. Um, I, To be honest with you, I can't even rate each thing. But overall, it does get a 3 out of 10. Everything in this movie cried uh, for help. You know, and it wasn't the teenagers in the movie. It was the whole movie itself. So I would definitely not recommend paying for this movie. If you get it free with Netflix in the future, if you get it free with Disney Plus, I don't know where it's going to be. Maybe Universal or I don't know. Go ahead and watch it if you get it for free, if you have enough time. If not, you know, do what you were doing, sleeping, working, whatever the case may be. But I do not recommend um, wasting too much uh, too much energy on trying to watch this movie. It, o- overall, it gets a 3 out of 10. Again, I give the producers, the directors, the, the cast credit for making it this far. But for all you folks out there who, um, who want to know the truth about what I believe, at least, um, Jeepers Creepers is not a good movie. Um, I do give it a 3 out of 10. So the next movie we're going to talk about is a movie called, called Don't Worry Darling. Don't Worry Darling is a movie that is in the 1950s. A character named Alice and her husband named Jack live in a beautiful community community called Victory. Um, it is an experimental company town that houses the men who work on a top secret project. While the husbands uh, troll away and work, the wives get, they get to enjoy the beauty and luxury of a beautiful a beautiful uh beautiful community beautiful life and seemingly perfect paradise um however things start taking a weird twist when the main protagonist played by florence poog which is alice um starts noticing some flaws in the system when i say system um i mean more or less what seems to be not a real reality um again i'm not spoiling the trailer does kind of make it seem like they're in a sort of matrix sort of uh sort of thing not like the matrix movies but similar to the uh i believe it was called the stafford wives where everything seems perfect but in reality it is not there's a few twists in the movies in the movie that makes it pretty interesting but it you hit a brick wall when you come to those scenes the actors and the actresses were awesome uh chris pine is in it as frank florence poog is uh, alice her husband, Harry Styles, is, uh, is Jack. Um, it was produced by Olivia Wilde, who also plays Bunny in the movie. Um, I do believe that the two hours and three minutes of the movie really told us nothing. Absolutely nothing. It was, de- it was one dead end after another. Um, the actors, I do want to give them about, I want to say an 8 out of 10. There was a lot of scenes where we thought it was kind of like a chick flick they were having you know doing the naughty both jack and uh and her his wife um and it was a lot of that you know so it was a a, a kind of a sorry excuse for soft for softcore i guess you can say um and it's 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 neither here nor there it's pretty much nowhere to be honest with you the movie i do believe is one of the uh, lowest uh gets one of the lowest ratings in my list of today um, the actors do get about a seven. I want to say overall, um, there's some pretty good acting. The idea of 
a matrix or a simulation and the 50s they go a long way but if you have nothing to show for you know a great idea then it becomes trash right if you write a a a, a great um story that's another story but if you you write a bad story um that has potential then it, it's pretty much um scratch or scrap sorry it's it's pretty much thrown it's thrown in the recycle bin so this movie is one of those movies the one of those movies that has a lot of potential a lot of great actors but the the movie itself was horrible i know there's been uh there's been a lot of talk that a lot of men give this a bad rating because of the whole you know feminine point of view but to be completely honest with you even if i if i was a female i would say this is a garbage movie because it doesn't it doesn't tell you anything about anything um you it's at you know you're at the edge of your seat the whole movie and nothing really ever happens so as a whole this movie the beginning was pretty cool you know like i said it had you on the edge of your seat waiting for the next uh, big thing but the the big thing never came the ending was horrible um so even though the cast and the actors get a 7 the movie as a whole takes a very drastic plunge and um i will give it uh f- f- i want to say a 4 out of 10 um i don't want to give it a 3 like jeepers creepers but i will give it a 4 out of 10 because it has a lot of potential the actors were great unlike jeepers creepers the actors and the cast they were great but the movie was like i said it, it should have been scrapped um i do give credit to all the actors and and, and the director our directors but uh it's one of those movies that does not make it to even the average um rating so it will get a 4 out of 10 and last but not least ladies and gentlemen we have the last movie certainly not least um it is a very very interesting movie um you have to be a certain type of person to watch this movie and this movie is called medieval now obviously medieval medieval um the name says it all right it was in the medieval ages um this movie was directed by uh peter jackie or peter jackal and uh, it was produced by peter jackal kevin benhart and cashian elwis um this movie's the, the actors in this movies and the actresses are awesome i don't know if any of you have seen the movie the first night old school movie kind of reminds me of that it kind of reminds me of a more realistic lord of the rings i guess you can say which you know lord of the rings is an amazing movie but this was more um realistic because it was it's based on true events um this movie was released in september 9th 2022 in the us and it has some great actors like i said it has ben foster i've always liked ben foster i believe ben foster is one of the most underrated actors in Hollywood Ben Foster has been awesome in every single one of his movies if you don't know who he is uh Soul Survivor I I forgot his name in Soul Survivor but he's the one that got shot in the eye another great actor Michael Caine which is also in that movie Matthew Good and uh Till uh Schweiger Sophie Lowe is actually the one that um kind of you know it, it, she she caught me off guard because at first I thought she was just going to be the the lady right the 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 lady in the movie because you know all these movies actually need a lady that they have to rescue and this and that but she was a badass i'm not going to lie i really really like her 
she was awesome uh roland 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 i believe moeller is also in it you can never pronounce his last name he was torak one of uh, my favorite characters in that movie um the movie starts off if you if any of you out there are big fans of medieval movies you'll love this movie if any of you are fans of lord of the rings of you know things like skyrim oblivion and just all the lore behind vikings and knights and paladins and templars and all this cool stuff musketeers you'll definitely love this movie now this movie was based on true events so it is a little bit slower than your usual you know wizards and and and, uh dungeons and dragons right it's there's not a lot of hollywood in it the story itself i want to give it about a six because it is a little confusing especially if you're you know younger and you're trying to figure out what's going on i want to say this is more for like uh adults and not because it has a lot of cussing or a lot of um you know sexual stuff but it's kind of confusing um if you've seen it you know what i mean if you don't go check it out i really do recommend it but before i talk about the recommendations i want to give it a score the beginning again was a little confusing the end was awesome the end i want to give it about an eight um and the cast of course i want to give it an eight the lore behind all this and the way the the fight scenes played out and whatnot i'm giving it a nine believe it or not i'm giving it a nine because it was just awesome you know like i said sophie low Catherine, um she was she was a complete badass i love her um ben foster of course i love him just the same and uh he was jan uh ziska um michael kane in every single one of his movies he plays the hell out of his role so these actors you know just didn't only only play the roles they play the roles to a point where where the movie was just funner it was amazing it was it made you want to go into the movie now i've said this a few times in in, in prior episodes but if a video game if a movie if a book makes me want to be in it there's 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 no no such thing as a bad rating right so overall this movie does get a nine believe it or not i don't want to give it more than a nine because it's not a perfect movie like i said it's kind of confusing um and i did give it give it kind of a low score because of the story but everything else was just perfect now keep in mind there's no dungeons i mean there's dungeons but there's no dragons there's no dwarves there's no elves but it's realistic you know this is what happened um in in during jan's time and um the guy you know was a, a, an actual person one of the best um military leaders in his time and of all time um and according to the movie he was fighting with one eye and that is that is crazy awesome you know um they didn't have patches back in the day but you know he managed and that was awesome i do give it a nine out of ten ladies and gentlemen medieval the movie i recommend you go watch it if you like this sort of stuff go watch it if you're not into like the whole you know medieval stuff and musketeers and you know uh knights saving um fair late fair maidens um don't watch it but if you love these actors like i do if you love the lore behind you know the medieval times definitely go watch it. i recommend it i give it a nine out of ten almost a perfect score Uh, There's not a lot of movies that I give a perfect score to, but when it's a nine, uh, you should definitely go watch it. If you go watch it and you don't like it, let me know. If you've already watched it and you don't like it, let me know. Also, the rest of the movies, if you have any comments, any feedback, any questions, any answers, please don't hesitate to let me know. You've all been awesome so far. Um, The First Amendment Talk Show only grows because of you. This is your show. Every single episode 
um, is is not just for myself, but for you guys, for the whole world to hear um, and actually be involved in the chat. If you guys want to reach me, the best way to reach me or anybody in the First Amendment Talk Show is through the First Amendment Talk Show page on Facebook. We do not have an Instagram yet, but we, we do have a Facebook page, First Amendment Talk Show uh, at Facebook. You can also reach me in my personal profile, which is um, uh, ACDOD on Facebook. We also have a Stitcher. We have an Anchor. Uh, we have Spotify. We have Pocket Cast. We have CastBox, Radio Public, Google Podcasts. And Amazon Music, as far as uh, as far as podcast platforms, uh, we will get a few. We will be in a few other ones in the near future, but those are the only ones that we're working on right now. We are working on a little YouTube page. If you want to reach us there as well, we will put uh, a bunch of movies in the near future. Right now, we're just trying to get a feel of what uh, what we can bring to the table for you and what kind of individuals actually want to come in. And chat with us. I I do encourage all of you to come and chat. Um, I know we all have something to say. Please uh, know that you do matter and your voice does matter. I will continue to make uh, new recommendations in the future. If you guys want to join, please please feel free to do so. You're always welcome. You're always wanted, and you mean more to this world than you than you might even know. Without without you, this world wouldn't be as awesome as it is today. So please reach out to us don't be afraid we're friendly people here it's kind of like sitting down with a friend at a bar and just chatting it up without the alcohol of course unless you want to drink it's up to you but you know uh tmi right you guys do what you do as long as you come and chat um that's all that really matters because knowledge is power we all know that so with that being said ladies and gentlemen thank you for having me it has been a blast it has been a pleasure and i will see you on the next time but don't forget love and respect will take you a long way and i promise you you will have a wonderful day God bless to you all, and please take care.